Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Spirit Dr. Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly, what's up on this wonderful rainbowish, unicornish kind of wonderful day? Oh my God, we just barely hold them together here, baby. All right, here we go. <laughs> and I knew that, which is why I'm kind of trying to pump yeah. you up there. Yeah, so, you know, whoop, whoop. those of you who are not following my Panama, you know, thing, um, we're recording this, by the way, in October, so you're not going to hear this until December, but we're recording it in October. They don't have my existing estrogen patches uh, in Panama. They don't sell them. And so I've had to switch or gel or whatever the hell this thing is. And it is, the, the titration is off. And I am deep, deep in menopausal Ah, right and so the bitch is out the box and sitting on the front porch my poor husband (laughs) and she looks like rambo my hormones were just running wild with me and i'm looking him and i'm like don't kill him don't kill him (laughs) like this isn't him this is your hormones you're all right all of this personal growth work I have done has come down to being able to allow my husband to survive this transition. <laughs> and he, to his credit, he looked at me today and he said, I just want to acknowledge that I, I, I recognize the Herculean effort you are taking to make this as painless on me as possible. I said, you have no idea. I said, I just really want to crawl out of my skin. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I'm having one of those days and so 
So this topic was supposed to be something different, and I'd like to Jill is like, I don't know what that is. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I said, sounds good. Let's do something fun. Yeah. So what are we going to do when she's, you know, when you let the bitch out the box, we're going to learn how to cast some spells, kids. Yeah. yeah. Fireballs. Fireballs. Yeah. No, you're not casting fireballs. No. Damn it. I tried, guys. <laughs> we are not casting fucking fireballs. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Right. I tried, guys. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do the structure of a spell. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go. So we are. the first thing you have to do when you're crafting a spell is you have to know what your outcome is going to be. So you're going to pick something on the spot. Ha! Huh, I didn't tell you. I didn't warn you. I did warn you. I'm going to sit here and mock you so that you can have a chance to think about something. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you're going to come up with the intention for the spell. And then uh, once we have the intention, then we can craft the spell to support it. Um, I have been making jams and jellies and all. And I want when they are consumed, because um, I'm going to be giving them away as gifts, that they bring happiness and comfort and joy to the people that they that are consuming them. Okay. Are you doing this while you are making them or are you doing it after the fact? Um, I, I'm going to say, let's do it while I'm making it. I would recommend that because yeah. that is a, a better time to be doing it. Okay. Um, because you're, you're building the thing that you're going to eat and therefore you can build the spell with the thing that you're going to eat. Right. And so it's a, it's, it's a creation process already. And the spell is a creation process. And so they work in harmony with one another. And it's a, it's a good sympathetic magic thing. Harkening back to year one of the podcast with sympathetic Ooh, magic. sympathetic magic. And harkening back to what I think was two, year two or three of the podcast with kitchen witching, right? Yes, so kitchen we, witchery. We did both of these. So, um, but uh, let's, let's talk about this uh, in and of itself. Okay. Okay. So what kind of jams and jellies are you making? Um, I did a satsuma marmalade um, with a little touch of bourbon in it. Okay. And then I did a strawberry um, jelly kind of, it's actually a topping, but I thickened it up to be more like a jazzberry. Uh, jazzberry. Yeah. That's a thing. Jazzberry. Yes. That's jazzberry. Jazzberry. Jazzberry jam. Yes. Yes. That's jazzberry jam. jam. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, but... So I'm going to mix the two together. So it's going to be Satsuma strawberry marmalade. Okay. So, hmm. Uh, I, what is Satsuma? Is it sweet? Is it's it like, it's like an orange. It's like an orange. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's a it's a southern thing. Southern thing. All right. Yes. We have oranges here, and they do not taste like oranges. They are bitter. So. Oh no! These, yeah. This is sweet. Very sweet. Okay. So it's a sweet thing. All right. So sweetness and jams and jellies have a fructose sweetness because they're all sugar, basically. Uh, but sweetness often has a, a, a positive association for people to begin with, right? Um, but sweetness can be also considered the sweetness of life. It can be considered the, uh, the happiness factor that goes into things, right? And so... Uh, when we look into sweetness, uh, when we look at sweetness as part of the ritual of creation, that, that spell that we're creating, that can be the happiness and the joy, right? Now, okay. 
for the comfort piece, I was just about to make a really bad joke about substituting the bourbon for Southern comfort. But <laughs> oh, that would have been great. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. So, you know, um, you know, you're making something that's very specifically already structured in terms of the recipe, right? Um, for comfort, you might have included, you know, sort of caramelly notes or things that are um, scented like apple pie and cinnamon and, you know, all of that is a comfort sort of thing, right? What so, about like uh, vanilla? Because I do use vanilla extract in with the strawberries. Vanilla is, is good. It's so the thing is, here's the thing. Vanilla is, would have been great 30 years ago. Uh, it's okay now because many, uh, stores will actually pipe in vanilla scent into the store because it makes you buy more. And so now there is a subtle unconscious association with vanilla and buying and shopping. So that may or may not have the association that you want is what I'm saying. So it's only if you can taste the vanilla. Vanilla is often added to things just to give them a little oomph. It doesn't actually, you don't really taste the vanilla so much, right? Correct. Correct. So, so um, from that perspective, you could, you could work with that. If you wanted somebody to remember you, you could use rosemary because that's for remembrance you know, different herbs have different associations. And if you go look them up, then then you might use those herbs in that sort of format. Now, for jams and jellies, herbs aren't really common, uh, but you could. They might be fine, right? Um, and so, you know, it's simply a matter of building what it is that you're trying to create, right? So your intention, your end result intention is, now you said comfort. Do you want them to feel comfort or do you want them to feel loved, and I guess I I mismatch either of those. Like I'll substitute. That's so kind of, kind, of kind of like the homey. I mean, like ah, like the opposite of what you're feeling right now. <laughs> Noted. All right. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So you're you're trying to get that homey sort of you know. You know, a taste of home sort of feel where, yeah. you know, mom and apple pie and the whole thing. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So that is in. So it's a, you notice I'm clarifying. It's super yes. important to be clear about exactly what the outcome is that you want. So if you want sort of that, that all American home sort of experience. Right. That's that's why I was picking up on apple pie and, and all of those scents. Right. So typically the scents associated with the mom and apple pie experience are apple pie flavorings. It's cinnamon, it's clove, it's nutmeg, it's allspice, you know, all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Now you have a little bit of that in the orange, right? The strawberry, however, kind of blows that one out of the water, right? So with the orange, you could stick some cinnamon in with it and do an orange and cinnamon feel, and you can still get a flavor for the apple pie concept and that sense of home, right? Or you could go with what you're planning, and you don't have to... These are sympathetic magic things that I'm talking about for your spell, right? And kitchen witching is is often about using the ingredients that support the outcome. But since you already have the things that you want to combine together, 
then you can go with just the energetic. What you will do is every step of the process. Now, explain to me the process of putting together your jam. What will you have to do every single step from cleaning the jars all the way through? Okay, so yes, um, I have my canner, I have my water, I have to sanitize all of that, so I have to get them boiling. Okay, um, so that is your purification, right? To yes. clear the the energies of everything that you don't want out of the space. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Then next I, um, well, I do it separately. So one batch will be the strawberries and then the batch for the Satsuma. What I'm about to tell you is the same okay. process. All right, um, well, but you, you've got two different batches. Yes. So you're going to put... One intention into one batch and one intention into the other batch. So okay, so um, straw. I'll take the strawberries first. Will be for love because that's be for love. Strawberries, red for love, red for hearts. Right. That's what we'll use that one for. That'll be the love and the the sense of feeling welcome and home. Right. That's that's what that one will be. And then the other one. What color is it going to be? Satsumas. They are orange. So they with, with some orange, mostly orange, some little green, little hints in there too. Okay, and so that one's going to be a little mottled, right? A little, the color will be different, and it'll be, it won't be um, uh, uh, homogenous, right? Mo- be- most, it, it'll be because I use the uh, in a marmalade, you use the skins mm-hmm. of of it too, so um, it, it's going to be mostly orange. And it actually cooks down to a darker orange from a brighter orange. As it cooks down, um, it goes to a darker orange. But if some of the peels are green, they'll have like little speckles of green in there. Okay. So now we think about this from a um, metaphorical perspective, right? It goes from a brighter orange to a deeper orange. So this can be about deepening the experience of connection, right? You're using the energy of what you know is going to happen in the transformation of the fruit to build Mm -hmm. the energy of the spell. So we are now deepening the energy of connection and allowing for for diversity in that connection through the little spots. Yes. So we're allowing for the connection to be as it needs to be based on the people involved. Right. Right. And because literally every jar that I do ends up unique. Right. Because the mixture is not the same throughout. So it's literally unique. And then the strawberries, uh, as they are going through their process, they also deepen and become a very, very dark, rich red. Yes. And so that will be a deepening of the love. Yes. And so um, the the orange to the deeper orange will be the sense of welcoming and feeling wanted and feeling accepted for all of who you are. Warts okay. and all, right? Okay, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the red will be a sense of love and acceptance and and home and safety and comfort and all of the things that go with that, right? Okay, yes. Okay, so you, you do one for one and one for the other. Okay. And then then you'll combine them. So So we know what we're doing with each of the batches as you're cooking them. Right. So we know the intention. Okay. Now what, what's the steps? So the steps are, I'll always start with the strawberries, uh, wash them first. Mm -hmm. So another cleansing, Mm -hmm. purifying. Yeah. And then, um, I chop off the green. The strawberries (laughs) when I'm washing them, 
yes. I would, um, I would be saying I'm getting, I, I'm making sure that this berry is perfect for you, that there's nothing that could harm you, that everything is fresh, that everything is perfect just for you. As you're washing it, you just hold that okay. intention, right? Okay. And this is, you know, I, I take all this time and effort because I love you, right? Yes. Active service, right? Active, yes. Yes. Um, and chopping off the greens. I'm chopping off the greens. Okay. And, and, and so that's I, about I, removing anything yes. that doesn't, that isn't pleasing. Everything. We're only leaving behind that which is fully pleasing and sweet. Okay. And then um, if they're big strawberries, I, you know, chop them up into, you know, slices and all. Yep. And then I take a third of that. I put it in the blender. And just on pulse, just to kind of break it down into a mushiness okay. to kind of start the syrup, syrupy stuff. Okay. And then put it in the saucepan, heat that up over about 15 minutes, get it good and hot, um, add in sugar, and then just melt that. And then I have to... Okay, so then the turn, sugar is adding yep, sweetness. Adding the sweetness. To the experience, right? Yeah, adding sweetness to the 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 experience of of eating, of being loved, of everything. All right. Yep, and then that continues to cook and boil and cook down into the jelly state until it reaches two hundred and twenty temperature, um, which takes it probably about eh, anywhere between twenty and thirty minutes. Okay. And then Are I you um, the whole time. Yes, con- it's it's a, a stirring a rolling boil. You, it's okay. like making a roux. You can't stop stirring it because it's going to burn. Okay. And so that is also an act of service. And you're just stirring in your love. Just mm-hmm. open that heart chakra and stir in the love. We are heating it up to get it to a lovely bubble. And we are just going to stir in the love. Right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Then um, I'll remove it from the heat. And that's when I'll take two tablespoons of bourbon and put in. And then again, start stirring and just let that cook down. And what does bourbon mean to you? Um, good times with friends. Okay. So good times yeah, and, and friends and then relaxing. Okay. You know, just like at the end of a work day, just have, you know, hot insert your hot toddy here. That's kind okay. of what that represents to me. All right. And so that will be the energy that you put in with the bourbon. Okay. Okay. So then mix all that up and then I set that to the side. Mm-hmm. Then rinse and repeat same process with the satsumas. So okay. literally rinse them. And then um, I cut off, I'll say where the little stem is, you mm-hmm. know, um, and then I cut those in thirds. And now this I do put in the blender in the smaller mm-hmm. chunks and you pulsate them until it's kind of all chopped up. Okay. Not mushy, mushy, but, you know, it's it reduces it down. Okay. And then um, add to the saucepan. Add, so um, I, I do oh, want to say with, with, um, with the blending pieces, you yes. do not want to be holding an intention during the blending process because, unless you can come up with something that is specifically blending things into it because blending is a violent choppy process. And so it's, okay. it's easier to just sort of pull back and hold the intention neutral at that time so that the choppiness doesn't get built into the spell, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 It's kind of um, a destructive process, right? Yeah. It's like, me, me, me. Exactly. And so after that, then uh, put that into the pan. And I'll now you add two cups of water to it. Okay. 
So, uh, and the water is to do what to it? To help the rinds on the outside um, cook down and soften. And so you're literally boiling them until the hard rinds on the outside are nice and soft. Okay. So the water, as you add it in, is a softening Yes. For the relationship. It's a way of softening and soothing and making more, not malleable, but, you know, more soft. Um, what, what, yeah, squishy. Yeah, right? yeah, squishy, yeah, like a fluffy squishy, pillow. Yeah, squishy yumminess, right? Yeah, it's, not so rigid. Water is the intention of holding that energy of, oh, yes, everything is nice and squishy and yummy. and yes. Right? Yes. So when you add the water, that's what you're adding because that's what it's doing to the rinds. And it you can you see how we're using the sympathetic yeah. properties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. this is so cool. <laughs> then um then um adding sugar to it. Okay. Sweetener again. Sweetener again. The other one, right? And bring it to a rolling boil. Mm-hmm. And again, constantly stirring because you don't want to scorch it. Okay. And this so, time you're gonna be stirring in acceptance acceptance and so happy to see you and i just adore you and you're so awesome and uh, i just love spending time with you and i'm doing this because i love you it's so great right you see there you go yes right that's the energy you want to be yes yes and so you turn Um, that in when you're stirring Yes, and and now this whole time too, I'm playing like happy music. Yes, so soothing kind of, you know, just and I'm jamming out in the in the kitchen. I'm not watching a TV show. We're no. not discussing Nobody politics. Talking about negative, it. Negative, no, 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 no. Walking into your kitchen while you're doing this. No, and no. I'm like, this is careful my time. to to curate your playlist so that you don't end up with random energy from the songs in your food. Yeah, no, it's more like smooth jazz kind of. Yeah, that's fine. Just yeah. kind of like easygoing kind of thing. No, yeah, nothing with words because no. the words could build into the energy of the spell, right? Right. Yeah. All right, and then so then um, then that sets gets to two twenty again. That sets, mm-hmm. and now I'm ready to combine these two things into okay. the jars. So when you set them aside to set, yes. Set the intention that as they solidify, so does the energy within them. Okay. Okay. So that when they blend together, it doesn't get mushy, right? The energetics right. get mushy. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and well, I mean, at the, at the end of any spell, you're going you're gonna to solidify and, and seal the spell, right? And in this case, you're using <laughs> the solidifying of the jam or jelly into... A solid as the solidification of the spell, right? The spell, yeah. So then, um, depending on what moves me, I'll take a scoop of the orange, put that in my jar, a scoop or two, and then I'll have a scoop of the red, and then I'll layer it. So it kind of is kind of a little swirly, kind of or layered thingy going. So it might go orange, red, orange, red, or who knows, red on the bottom, whatever. And then you put the little lid on top. Mm-hmm. And you screw the top on, but not tight, because now through the magic of canning, I literally have to. That's why I was giggling earlier. I literally have to seal the jar because I want it to keep. Right. So no, no. don't you have to rim that jar with vinegar to make sure that it's clean? Every no. canning thing I've been watching has you clean the rim with with vinegar, white vinegar. 
just to make sure that you didn't get any jam on the on the on the top so that the lid will seal. Oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll wipe it down. I use a wet uh, paper towel for that. Oh, okay. Like, they like, usually yeah, do yeah, it with vinegar, yeah. but yeah, fine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You have to clean the top of the jar. I have to clean the top of the jar. Yes, see, I, I know some things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have watched canning shed things on TikTok. Um, yes. So the when you're cleaning off the top, so so you are making an individual. Now you've gone from making a collective spell over the entire uh-huh. batch to an individual spell for each person, right? Yes. And so what you want to do is you want to say, okay, so this is for so and so, and then this means you have to keep track of who's where in the canner. But you know that's that's your call. So, okay. Okay. Um, and, or you can do batches. You can say, okay, I'm going to do this batch of half this, half that, and this batch of rainbow, whatever, right? You know, alternating colors or whatever, right? But um, the, the key is that you want to set the intention with the scoops, right? So it's like, you know, you get a little extra love. We're going to give you three scoops of strawberry and one scoop of the welcoming because you know you're welcome in my home. And you, you need to feel a little more welcome. We're going to give you three scoops of the welcoming and one scoop of the strawberry to add a little sweet on top, right? There you, you go. Know, um, that sort of thing so that you can be clear in your intentions about what you're doing with each one, right? Okay. And it's like you are just a mushy, yummy, gooey bit of everything. So I'm just going to layer every other one with you. Right. And because I'm going to give back to you what you give to me. Right. So there's lots of reasons why we may choose to do things differently for each one. But if you can keep track of which one's which, which you can, if you make an effort, I mean, you can write a little, little note card and just sort of put it around in a circle in the same way that they're on the stove or whatever, if you want Uh to to keep track, but that way you're individually keying each spell to each person, right? So you're taking the energies of them and the best spells are layered like this because they are, um, because you're doing individual layers and much like a good mole, since we're talking food, much like a good mole can have like 21 flavors in it. The reason that it's good and not just a mush of stuff is because it was built with intention and each layer of flavor provides a depth of experience, just like each layer of spell provides a depth of experience. Okay. And so you're doing two spells that you're then combining together into a third intention, utilizing the energy from those spells to create an experience for the person who's going to open the container. And then you seal that experience by cleaning off the top of the jar. Yep. Yeah putting the lid on and, and closing it down and putting it in the canner. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're putting, uh, when you go in the canner, you're not only putting a lid on each individual jar, you're putting a lid on the entire process for that batch. Yes. Right. That's a, yes. so you're literally double sealing by sealing each jar and sealing the entire pot. Right. So it's, this is going to be a really freaking strong spell because of Sweet. the process that you're using to create it. And the way that you're layering your spell work. Okay. <laughs> go, baby, which go? <laughs> go, 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 get it. Yeah. Right? So that, that's, that's so cool how it's, it's, I never really thought about that as far as how many layers that it is. 
And that is, you know, it's like, suck it to me. You know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. some good stuff in there. There is some good stuff in there. Go yeah. And if you wanted to, you could add little things to each jar that you could use as well to represent somebody if you wanted to do that. Sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, king cake. Yeah. <laughs> Being from Nolan's. <laughs> well, yeah. Being from Louisiana, <laughs> yeah. I figured you know king cake. Oh, we, we, baby, we know king right? cake, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you could always put a little trinket or something that's food safe in, in there with each one that would be a little keepsake for them with the energy of the of the jar that they could keep um, in, you know, a little bag or something that they that they uh, got to keep with them once they finished yeah. the jar. So that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Well, and I've, 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 an option. Yeah. And I've, oh, I've seen some gift options too, where like you can buy these little spoons mm-hmm. to put with the jar. Then you do the ribbon around the little jar and then you, have, you tie the little spoon on there. Yeah. So that would be cute. Yeah. That's cute. Um, it's not really going to add to the, to the, spell i mean okay. you could but it feels like it would be a stretch to add it to the spell okay the, the and here's the thing plastic will not work for holding energy so i know i referenced the baby from the king cake but babies are plastic <laughs> the king cake babies are plastic so um that's not going to hold it and so you know you'd have to do a little research if you wanted to really do this because it's exposed to high heat and you know that may or may not work but i'm just I'm, you, you would need to use like a crystal of some kind or a rock of some kind. And now you've got the impurities of that. So eh, maybe not so much for that. But for yeah. something else where something it wasn't else. being exposed to high yeah. heat, yeah. then you might be able to pull something off like that. So okay. just for those of you who are out there going, well, I'm not jamming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So these are just other things. One, This is one of the things that we look at every time we do a retreat, for instance, is we look at what is a um, takeaway that people can use as a touchstone for the experience, right? And so, you know, there's always a little something that you take home with you that's a touchstone. This is the same sort of concept. It's a way to add an anchor in the physical world to the experience of the spell that they've received, right? Okay. So it's a way for them to hold on to it and keep it with them as a remembrance, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the other thing you could do is you could put it inside a burlap bag with rosemary tied to it, which is for remembrance, right? And then you could, could use that as the packaging and just intend to connect the energy of the jar with the energy of the, the burlap bag and the, the rosemary for remembrance. So that's another option. How do we do magic? We intend it. So y'all, my headset died. Apparently my grandma and my great-grandma and my auntie and everybody showed up. Because, you know, when you're a Cajun, everybody shows up to tell you how to jam because you're not jamming the jelly right. And you're not jellying the jam right. And they want to make darn sure that I get this recipe right. Especially since we're doing kitchen witchery fun. So... <laughs> So my headset just died. So, but we're just going to keep rolling because that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so there you have it. Yes. All right. So, yeah. so Kelly, so, do you have a, do you have a Kellyism for today? Well, I think what I'm going to do instead of a Kellyism, I'm just going to do a wrap up of what a spell is, right? So you set your intention, you figure out what the elements are that you're going to use to create that intention. You build the spell 
using the elements and starting with a purification rite is a great idea. Pretty much anytime you're going to do anything, right? So starting with a purification rite, building into whatever it is that you're creating and then going through that into a point where you seal it to complete it and then you're done, right? Now, the one thing we didn't talk about. Oh, what do we forget? (laughs) So the one thing we didn't talk about was uh, trying to account for the things that go wrong. And so the, you know, the, oh my God, I didn't think through the unintended consequence of X, Y, or Z, right? So with yours, there wasn't a lot of that because we're dealing with love and acceptance and joy and whatever. There's rarely blowback when you've got a a, a, a sort of a lovey-dovey spell going on in terms of unconditional love without manipulation, right? If you're doing a love spell to try and force somebody to love you, let's just say don't, okay? And so... You know, we didn't talk about this, but when you're doing something that is more about manipulating the world around you, right? Um, I'm trying to get a new job or I'm doing, you know, X, Y, or Z, you know, drawing money into my life or, you know, trying to get a new house or whatever, right? Those things, the words that you use really matter. And the way that you phrase things really matters, And so the way you formulate your intention makes a huge, huge difference. And so if you were to write this down and take it into a court of law, would someone be able to interpret it in a way that is different than the way you intended? And, you know, this goes back to a conversation we've had multiple times on the podcast about the magical house. It's like, you know, right. This is, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just, you know, when you're listening to the podcast, you'll figure it out. But it's, it's about, you know, making sure that what you intend and what it means with the words are actually the same thing, because if it can be interpreted differently, the universe can do that. And especially if you are working with fairy magic or else, they will do that. Okay. Just to mess with you, they will do it, do that. So, uh, there's a lot of, if you're doing intentional spell work, you got to be really careful with your language. So with something yummy, like you're doing, this one's pretty, it's a pretty much no brainer. So long as you don't build yourself into the work, that's the only way you can mess with this is by building yourself or the other person into the work, you know, because you don't want to do that. You're just creating an experience. So you want to make sure that you're not like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm giving you all of my love. You see how that might, might be a problem. Oh, let's not do that. No, that right. would not be good. Right. So you want to be careful about your languaging. <laughs> right. Now, the good news is love is unconditional and it is unlimited. However, if you live in a world internally where love is in a lack position where you don't feel like you get enough lack to give away all your love could be problematic. Right. So you just, right. So there's that. So, you know, this is, this is a choose wisely young Jedi moment. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, really be careful with how you're languaging stuff. So we've done something here that I've, I've sort of built the idea for you so that you can get a feel for it. And we've used sympathetic magic elements, which again, you can go back to the first season to find those. And, uh, 
this is basically the way you build any spell. Okay. Now, fair warning, and this could be my Kellyism. Fair warning, magic is dangerous. There is no doing magic without putting yourself in potential danger. Most of us who do it find it worthwhile. Some people quit magic because they got burned too hard once. So every time you cast a spell, you take a risk that you're going to fuck something up and pay the price. You need to know that walking in the door. This is why you learn before you cast, right? So you minimize the potential. However, I've been doing this almost 50 years now, and there's still potential for me to screw it up. All right. So, and I know that walking in every single time I do something. So, so take your time, think through it, think yeah. through it again. Yes. Do There's you find it that, helpful to, do you find it helpful to, especially for beginners to write everything out? Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't improv. <laughs> do not improv. Improv bad. Mm, improv bad. Witch ah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a reason why I have an attorney friend who reviewed a contract that I wrote once and said, this would stand up in court. He said, do you want a job writing contracts? I'm like, oh, hell no. I have a job writing contracts. It's called magic. <laughs> These are contracts with the universe, man. There's a reason I'm good at this. And this is why you need to learn about magic. You need to learn about yourself because your own crap gets in the way. We've talked about this before, right? If you're, and we were just saying, if you are in a position of lack around love and you don't let love in and you give away all your love, well, now you're totally hosed, right? So all of these things are the reasons why you do your personal work first. You learn the foundation of energetics first because... That way you don't hurt yourself. We, we, we are all about how not to blow yourself up here, right? Yes. And so that's what we do in Inner Peace 101. So if you have not heard of this before, well, this must be your first episode or you were you know, born under a rock because we talk about this ad nauseum here. But yes. uh, Inner Peace 101 is the beginning program in our series. And it is all about finding energetic and emotional safety. And it will deal with fear and anxiety and worry and stress and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And it will build a foundation of self-support and courage for you, all while teaching you the foundations of how to maintain your energy field, how to hold your energy as an empath, how to shield yourself appropriately, how to protect your home. All of these things are covered in the four months it takes to go through this intensive course. It is five years worth of personal growth work and a year, year and a half of magical training, all in four months. And no, we're not going to blow you up. I promise. Nope, she does not. I, I, I survived it. Yeah. So um, if you're interested, check it out. You'll find a link on the homepage at kellysparta.com. And by all means, sign up to have a discovery call to talk about it. We'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, you can also download the Boundaries for Empaths program on that homepage, and you can join the mailing list. If you join, if you do the download or you get a discovery call, you'll automatically be on the mailing list too. So you don't have to do both. All right, I think that's it. All right. Well, this has been a very fun episode. Even though my headphone died, we're <laughs> making it through. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. 
I'm Jules here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon. Within my car, I'm all alone. But feeling good and feeling strong. Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.